Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hello, podcast listeners. Happy last day of May. If you're listening to when this podcast is actually coming out, tomorrow is June. Oh my goodness. How are we feeling, my friends? Today, we're doing a very different podcast episode. Today, we're talking about the reasons why food freedom doesn't work for you. This is a little bit different because I believe that food freedom can happen for everybody. I believe that we were all born intuitive eaters and we can all heal our relationship with food for the better. I truly, truly, truly believe to my core that if you are human on planet earth, you get to opt out of diet culture. You can do the healing work. We can work towards having a better relationship with food, with your body. So you can truly feel more at peace and live the life that you want. Truly believe that with every cell of my body. And sometimes food freedom doesn't work. I've had clients who literally came up to me and have said food freedom will not work for me. I have tried food freedom and food freedom is not the vibe. So today, if you're one of these people, if you've clicked on this podcast episode because you're like, tell me why it's not working for me, I want us to talk about it. I want us to talk about those reasons. And then we can talk about maybe some things we can do maybe a little bit differently so it can also work for you too. I believe that we cannot fail at intuitive eating, at gaining food freedom, at feeling empowered with food. Like it's literally your birthright. All the thoughts, the beliefs, the emotions that we have around food, we're taught all the thoughts, emotions, beliefs that we have around our body, we're also taught you were not born hating your body. You were not born afraid of carbs. You were not born believing that after 8 p.m. your body shuts down and you cannot eat any longer. All of these things are all messages that all of us have learned through time, that all of us have learned through living in diet culture and having these different experiences by trying a bunch of different diets and acquiring all of these rules. But it doesn't mean that we stay there right? We can truly heal our relationship with food in our body. But let's talk about six reasons why food freedom doesn't work for you and what we can do about it. The first reason, if you have tried to heal your relationship with food in your body and you've tried to have food freedom, but just not working for you, is that you're still restricting. You're still dieting. You're not in a place right now where we're ready to let go of restriction for many different reasons. So it may actually be because we think we need less food than we need, right? Like a lot of us believe that we need very little food to survive, which is not true. Our body needs quite a lot of food. So it might just be like we're physically restricting food still. Maybe there's still a lot of fear foods. Like maybe there's a lot of fear related to eating more food. Maybe there's some fear of what's going to happen to your body if you eat more food. Therefore, we're still restricting in some way. But it could also be psychological restrictions, right? Like if we haven't done the brain work and we're still psychologically restricting ourselves, 
There's still so many shoulds. There's still so many rules. There's still so many thoughts that we haven't unlearned and we haven't really done that brain work. We're no longer having the behavior of dieting, but we're still a dieter mentally, right? So if that's you, if you recognize yourself and these various scenarios, I just want to first normalize that. Like, I think this piece of like continuing restriction, even when we want to heal is very common because it's a lot of what we've learned and there can be a lot of fear attached to it. So what we want to do here, if you find yourself being in that boat, is actually learning like what is enough food for you? What does your body need? How much food is enough food for you? And doing the mindset work. This is what we do in the balance program in this space. Like we really work through two different modules here. So we work on one, shift your mindset, which is our first module. And two, we work on the mindset of making peace with food, where we also get to learn more about our own bodies and what we truly need. Hey friend, I'm just stopping this podcast episode to let you know about the balance program. The balance program is currently open for enrollment, which is really exciting. And I'm so excited to tell you about it. I love this program. I really truly believe that it is so impactful and has now helped over a hundred folks through it. In this program, we have a four step-by-step process. Step one, we shift our mindset. We work on our core beliefs to be able to create long lasting change when we're actually able to shift our beliefs. We also go through different thinking traps that we get stuck into and learn new ways of thinking and reframing. Then we also go through making peace with food. This goes through understanding your nutrition foundation, understanding your body, emotional eatings, cravings, and truly understanding how we can have a relationship with food that is empowering and not holding us back. Number three, we go through the body image work. This is where we go through the body image spectrum to get us to a place where we can connect with our body and really just feel more at peace with it. And finally, four, we talk about practicing self-love over time. So we want this work to last. This is really our maintenance phase where we learn about health outside of diet culture. We learn about living in diet culture once we've healed, like how to set those boundaries, how to show up for ourselves. And we really learn about how we can maintain this progress. If you are interested in finally healing your relationship with food and your body, this may be the perfect spot for you. Being part of a group program is also so beneficial because you get to be part of a wonderful community of folks who are doing this work as well. And you will be led by me, registered dietitian with a bachelor's degree in psychology to support you through all of this work. My friend, if you are interested, you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash program to get more information. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to message me on Instagram at The Balance Dietitian so we can just talk it through and see if it's a good space for you to be. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Another reason that food freedom does not work for you is that we still have not addressed our own internalized fat phobia. I know this one is pretty big. If we still have the belief that larger bodies are not good bodies, that thinner bodies are ultimately better. If we still have beliefs that our body are inadequate and not good. If we still fear 
weight gain, it can be really hard to have complete food freedom. And before I move on here, I want to say that some of us, even when we heal our relationship with food in our body, we can still have some of those hangups. Like this does not mean that the goal of food freedom is to have complete body love and completely accept yourself fully. But there is a difference between being able to be more neutral about our body, being able to live in our body and accept our body versus believing that our body is not good enough, believing that our body should be thinner or you know, being fearful of waking when we still have a lot of these hangups and we still have a lot of that internalized fat phobia, it can be very, very difficult to truly heal, right? Because those thoughts are really powerful. I believe that to have a good relationship with food, a good relationship with our body is also needed. And again, when I say good relationship with body, I don't mean that you need to be head over your heel around your body and completely love it. I mean that we're able to respect it. We're able to take care of it most days that maybe we accept it. Maybe we're neutral towards it. You know, we can work towards body peace and body liberation, but it doesn't need to be the goal, especially at first. And you can go listen to my podcast on the body image work, like all of the steps to learn more about this. But I do believe it's still important. Again, we're born in diet culture. So most likely we all have some type of internalized fat phobia. Like if you have not actively worked towards it, you most likely have some stigmas and biases because again, it's learned. It's learned over time. So we don't want to have shame over it. We don't have a guilt over it, but it is good data, right? We also can't ignore the immense power that having those types of thoughts will have on our behaviors. It is something that we do need to work through, not only for the betterment of your own relationship with food and body, but also for the betterment of our society in general. The more people who heal, the better. I truly believe it's like, butterfly effect or ripple effect or whatever it is. But the more people that heal, the more impact it has overall. Not only is it so good for ourselves and the way that we show up in this world, then we get to influence other people as well, which is really cool. Another reason that food freedom does not work for you is that we do not trust ourselves. You don't trust yourself. There's still conditions around food. There's still some rules here and there. We're potentially not eating enough still because of all the rules that we have, right? Looping back to our point number one, there may still be some type of like restriction just based on the rules, but it's really that trust piece. And I believe that trust needs to be built over time and we get to repair that relationship. I presented a webinar a couple of weeks ago, and one of the examples that I gave was this idea that we cannot trust ourselves and therefore need diets, right? And a lot of us have been sold that idea of like, you don't have the capacity to just nourish yourself, like you must micromanage and control which really breaches the trust with ourselves, right? I gave the example of like, when we're born, we all have this full tank of self-trust. And with time, what happens is like diet culture starts to like poke holes in this tank. Eat this, not that. This is not good for you. Eat at this time, not that time. Don't eat past 8 p.m. And with every rule that we have, every diet that we have, every messages that we get, we stop like connecting to the body that we have. We start focusing on external cues over internal cues. And we stop like trusting ourselves. And then we may like on top of that have experiences of overeating or binge eating or having like intense food cravings, which make us believe that we can't trust ourselves, which is not the case, by the way, like that's just a response from the restriction. But we maybe have some of those experiences that we interpret as like, well, clearly I cannot trust myself. Look what I did, blah, 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 blah. And then over time, and as you're maybe listening to this, we're stuck in a place where we're like, all right, well, 
I don't trust myself. How can I trust myself? You're telling me like to have food freedom and I can't even trust myself to not finish the ice cream in the house, right? I use that because that's a personal example. I get you. People would literally tell me like I eat and then when I'm done, I just stop or I'd be at parties and I'd see people like eat something and leave stuff on their plate and like stop eating. And I was like, what is happening? How do people do this? Like, I don't understand. I cannot relate to this idea of trusting your body to tell you when you're hungry and full. Like what is happening? That part is difficult because in order to have true food freedom, we're letting go of control. We have to let go of the restriction of the control of the rules. We learn to trust ourselves again, right? And we have to be willing to learn to trust ourselves again. It's really hard, right? And we can think about any other relationship, like once trust has been breached, it can be really difficult to start trusting again. And it's needed. You are trustworthy. All right, next reason why food freedom does not work for you is that we are eating foods that we actually do not like. This is when food does not bring you actual satisfaction. You find yourself eating different foods because, I don't know, you saw an influencer do it, or we feel very bored with our foods. We don't actually enjoy it. We don't have pleasure with the meal experience. Like We know that satisfaction is an important part of food freedom. We are creatures that like to be happy in general, right? Like most of us kind of crave those things, and that's really normal. It's kind of part of our biology, right? But when we maybe are in a rut or we don't eat things that are very pleasurable or we like follow somebody else's plan, it can lead to maybe having more cravings for other foods or it can be really hard to find the satisfaction piece. I'm not saying that you need to enjoy all the foods you eat at all time. This is literally something we talked about in the balance program last week. You don't need to enjoy all foods all of the time. There are some meals that you are going to eat that you're like, this is not my favorites and my body needs food. So I need to eat anyways. However, if we're not enjoying the actual food, we can also enjoy the meal experience. So here now in Canada, it is almost summertime. So eating outside can bring me like a lot of joy. So the joy of the meal experience is not just about the food, although it can be about the food. It can also be about our environment. Could it be that sometime we're eating with our partner or a friend, or we're eating with like a candle that smells so delicious, or you're watching a funny show. You can also focus on making the meal experience a little bit more appealing so it can be very pleasurable. And the more we can have actually pleasure with food and joy with food, the less that will maybe have those like cravings or obsession with food. Food can become a little bit more fun, a little bit less heavy in our lives. And then the last reason I want to talk about today, if you're not able to have food freedom, is that maybe you don't have the proper tools and guidance. There's a ton of information on the social medias, but Google and Instagrams, they don't always give us the right guidance and support. Healing your relationship with food can be complex because our relationship with food body is complex and there's multiple layers to it. So if you've tried to just do it by yourself or you don't have any support, it may be very difficult to have food freedom. If every single person around you is dieting and you don't have support, it may be really hard not to fall back into diets. And it's not to say that's impossible. 
right? There's a lot of people that heal a relationship with food and body by themselves, and it tends to take a lot longer and be a lot harder. I really believe that being part of a community and having support are the most important parts in your own healing journey. The reasons I say that is one support, like having the right tools, the right guidance, the right knowledge to support you is extremely important in a world that has so much misinformation around nutrition and psychology. There's really truly not that many people who have that expertise. So if we're not getting the right information tools, it can just be hard to do the work. But then the community piece is really important too, because we thrive in communities. Diet culture can be so isolating. So many of my clients who first joined the program, I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. Being with other people, doing this journey with other people, hearing stories, supporting each other, being in a community is so important because we're like, wow, I'm not the only one. I was not the issue. I've never been the issue. But then we also get to support other people through it. So we get to learn a lot faster and we get to implement these things and we get to be in a safe space to do all of this work. So if you're trying to do all of this alone by yourself, it may just be really hard. And I know that you can do hard things, but you also don't have to. There's tons of communities out there, anti-diet communities, or even if you follow folks on social media and get to connect, like there's so many ways to build your own community. And I really think that that can be such a key to healing and to have sustained healing. On that note, I will let you know that the balance program is open for enrollment. And if you want to, and if you're ready to, this can be your community. So the balance program is a six month online group program that is designed to help people heal their relationship with food and their body for good. I say that because people who typically go through the program acquire the skills necessary, not only to heal, but also to maintain their healing and really learn how we can live in diet culture and continue to take care of ourselves. The program really mixes nutrition and psychology to give you all the right tools and knowledge that you need to do and implement the work. As part of the program, you're going to have the food body mind approach, which is my signature approach that I have been using for like over three years now, which is like so exciting. It is a step-by-step approach. You don't have to guess your way through healing you can literally just follow a system that actually truly works and has now helped over a hundred clients go through it. And then you also have weekly calls with me. So we get to be supported along the way. We get to coach you. We get to be in it with you and you get the community, which is so beautiful and wonderful and just a safe space for you to land, a safe space for you to be, a safe space for you to heal. If this sounds good to you, you can definitely go on our website and just get more information. You can also reach out to me on social media, on Instagram. Let me know that you're interested and we can connect together. Just make sure it's a good fit. Or you can also book a call on our website and just see if it's a good fit for you to start doing this work, right? Like I talk about this all the time, but healing your relationship with food and your body can be the most life-changing work. And I truly believe that from the bottom of my soul, because it has been the most life-changing thing for me and for most of my clients. We just get to show up so differently. So I'm going to invite you to go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash program or go to the link in the show note, get all the information you need 
everything is there. And if you have any questions, let me know. And if you're ready to join, you can join us this week. I would be so honored and excited to work with you on this journey and really support you in having a great relationship with food and your body. On that note, my friend, food freedom is possible for you. I truly believe that food freedom is possible for all of us. We just got to find a way that it works for us, right? We just need to kind of like personalize it for us to make sure that we get to do the work, but also then find that food freedom that we want and just connection with our body. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will catch you next week in June in the next episode.